0: Today is August 30th. The Yankees lose three in a row in California. We're hoping they turn it around. We're going to talk some September lineups, some woes, not woes. I don't know. We got to get our thoughts out. Let's talk some Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John
1: Boyd, John Boyd recaps galore.
0: Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented to you by SeatGeek. My name's Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. We've got BBD in a fancy shirt. Producing in the corner. It's August 30th, Jake. Yeah. Nearing the end of the month. I thought the five-game winning streak meant they were nearing the end of their August ways. We are now on a three-game or a three-game losing streak as we sit down and record this. How are you doing? James Davis, everyone. Tuning in,
2: all the August people, be gone! August 30th, we're almost out of the woods, Labor Day next Monday. I'm doing all right, man. Uh, These West Coast trips, you just forget how much it actually does affect our lives a little bit. I've just been like a zombie on the couch, just wrestling sleep and demons. And just like popping into intermittent innings. It feels like, I know you're not the biggest gamer, Jim, but they do in... Uh, and will be the show. They'll do like uh your creative player mode and it'll be like, you know, just play there at bats and it'll be like, All right, you're up in the eighth inning and there's runners on second and third. That's kind of been my West Coast experience because I'll be like I'll be like, Okay, it's the sixth inning, I'm I'm watching the game, I'm watching the game, and I'll be like, Oh, it's bottom eight, okay, runners on third. Uh so yeah, it's, yeah, for me West Coast trips are tough. The
0: comparison is uh for anyone that is like me, doesn't play video games, but maybe likes to read books. It's when you get two pages deep and you realize, oh shit, I don't think I retained anything from the last two pages. What right. did I just read? You go back, you kind of like snap up, and I'm like, like to your point, you're like, wait, where are we in the game? Yeah. Okay, it's a two-run game. All right, I should be into this. I'm half tired. I'm, I'm. What's going on? Like yesterday, I was working on something, but I was also tired. Yeah, it's. I'd like to come back to the East Coast, get my seven seven o'clock start and all that. I. uh Maybe opposite of you, you're in a tank top getting your last days of summer in. I am forcing fall. I've officially done that. I am wearing my jeans today, which I haven't worn jeans during the daytime since, uh, I don't know, if I have to like spend outdoor time. I haven't worn jeans in like maybe early June. I brought them back out. They're my Mugsy jeans who are sponsoring today's episode. They're my favorite jeans. Uh, I know it's August 30th and I know we're getting like a heat wave next week, so I'll have to go back to shorts, but I'm done. Just like the Yankees, just like, let's get to September where the emotions are higher and maybe they can get into it. I don't I don't know what's going on, but I do know that you guys, if you want to get into the fall mode and get yourself some jeans, but some back to school, maybe, mm. you know, new season, maybe you had a great summer, you lost some weight, you need a new size, maybe you gained some weight, you need a new size. Oh, people don't talk about that a lot, but if you do, but these if you did, it's okay. And Muggsy is going to be great because they feel like sweatpants, like you gained weight you're, de- you're not excited to go and back And August to it.
2: is weight gain season. Yeah. People forget that. No, it's, I'm the opposite. You're finishing summer. Like, a lot of people, they kind of cut going into the summer and the start of the summer to oh, look good. Okay. Yeah. So, August is kind of like, well, I made it through the summer. I'm going to have that extra burger. I'm just- going to have that extra stuff. July's
0: got, like, festivities. August is just like, ugh. I right. don't do
2: anything. So, people, so I, I think I people eat because they're yeah. like, end of summer. Bathing suit season's almost over.
0: For me, it's like, no more barbecues, no more, like, no more Events. But and if and you, if you money, did, yeah. I
1: mean, correct me if if I'm wrong, Jim. You you said in the past you're a size smaller in Mugsies than other than other pants. Well,
0: because they're stretchy, so You can they still fit, feel good. They fit like yeah. sweatpants, so yeah, you can go down more a little lower than usual. You can also get 10 percent off your entire order using code Johnboy. Uh, yeah, code Johnboy at Mugsies. They got a bunch of different colors. They got other non jeans as well, <gasps> but I just recommend the jeans because they are breathable. And comfort-driven, but I also... I'm walking the streets today. People don't look at me like that guy's wearing sweats, but I feel like I'm kind of wearing joggers. Mm. Feels good. So, Mugsies, Katie Sharp. A little out today. We don't have an official Sharp, stats voicemail. We do have some stats and some thoughts. And when we were at Yes Network, we told you guys last episode, we were doing a lot of postseason roster crunch talk. Mm. It's a little early for that, but that's kind of the most fun time to do it. I do know that whenever... You do that early, you lose, like, half the people listening because right. they're like, it's too early for this. so they get mad. But that's kind of the fun of it, in my opinion. I'm the same way with, like, mock drafts. I'm the guy, like, I can't get into this. And then there's, on your end, like, right. I love this.
2: Yeah, that's interesting because this kind of, in a way, is a mock draft. It's a mock draft of the Yankees' postseason roster.
0: Yeah, yeah, but uh, yes. But there's a lot of intangibles that can that you know. Like if you do a mock draft and you get the first three picks wrong, like you you don't even know, but you could be fucked.
2: Right, so, right. And this is more. It's usually the you have a better chance of get like we. This is more so planning. We, yeah, this, it's this planning. is more so a depth chart. It's, yeah. Uh, okay, we, well if if and I if think player like, A gets hurt, then that means player B is in, or does that mean player C is in because player X Y Z? It's
0: a it's a fun game. Every Yankee enjoys doing it. And like when you're two weeks out, I think we've. Correctly guessed the postseason roster of the last couple of years. Sans maybe like Talkman injury won, late yeah in the season. late yeah. injuries. So like surprises. It always, yeah. Yeah. It, it always happens. Yeah, it always happens. I remember I, I tweeted out when like Tarpley was going to be on it, and people were like, "You're crazy!" I, I remember I got it exactly right. Tarps on, yeah, that Herp's was off. 2019 maybe. I forget when that was. So I, I do enjoy it, but yeah, I, lineup is still a conversation. I know we did a whole yeah. episode. We talked last episode about how Judge and Stan, like they have said, this doesn't work, but they were doing it. We fell to the conclusion that they just want to get Stan first inning at bats. I do think because so. then they split him up. They put Benny there and moved Rizzo to six for the first time in six years. He responds with a homer. Yeah. So where do you do you want to do the
2: Smythe stat or do you want to do
0: lineup or roster? Can run the Smythe stat down. Okay. I, I mean. Because that will feed into every yeah. other conversation. Because is they're bad and they're, they're good and they're bad. What was it again? More or less.
2: I, I think, you know, when, when we've been watching the Yankees this this month, there's a lot of things you can point at. Uh, our guy Frankie the Yankee didn't have another great, stat, uh, great start last night. Um, everyone wants to point at their different things, right? Clay Holmes was out. He comes back. The number one thing you need to circle, and I think Yankee fans and the broadcast has started to officially land there. The Yankees' offense was really good this year. Uh, Between Rizzo's hot start, DJ went off for a little bit there. uh, Glaber had a really good stretch uh, when Stanton's been out there, and obviously Aaron Judge is having an MVP campaign where he might break the home run record. 50th homer last night. James Smythe of the Yes Network tweeted out, and John Boy Media, Yankees' offense by month with MLB ranks April through July. The Yankees were averaging 5.35 runs per game. That was first in baseball. We like that. They were slugging. 444, that was also first in baseball. So, I know when this was happening, I bumped Katie Sharp a couple times because I want to see how much of Judge's impact was on that. But at the same time, it's, it's not like Judge came out of nowhere. Like, we thought. If Aaron Judge is healthy, he's our best offensive player. So it it wouldn't exactly be a fair butter knife, although he's having one of the best seasons we've seen a player have. In August, the New York Yankees are averaging 3.54 runs per game, so two runs less a game. That brings them from first in those previous months to 25th this month, and they are slugging 353, almost another 100 points down, And that's 27th in baseball. The New York Yankees, the Bronx Bombers, slugging the 27th best or worst in in baseball this month. Um, And I think that drives home the point, Jim, that the offense has been the woes because everything I said about if we cut out Judge from those first few months, what if we cut out Judge from this month? Because he's kind of the only guy going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, what, what's their team slugging
2: percentage, did say? So, this month, it's been 353. 353.
0: 353. Yeah, that's bad. Yes. But they have no sluggers this month. Correct. Um, judge. Yeah, judge, but is he the only one that's above average? So, yeah, I mean, for
2: comparison... The Yankees have been slugging 353 this month. On the year, Kyle
0: Higashioka is slugging 349. It's really bad, but, but everyone... This is where I think it's different than the, the group think. Is Everyone okay. says they had too many home run hitters. They rely on the home run. It's clear they rely on the home run. They don't have enough home run hitters. And then the guys that are contact-based... Or the up, or, you know, other skills haven't been doing that. Now, Benny's coming around. He's starting to yeah. get hot. He's not supposed to be a slugger. But really, it's Rizzo, Stanton, Judge are the only three where you go, what they do is slug. Yeah. And Judge is also the best contact hitter on the team, Well, there's, you.
2: There's one other guy who's been getting on bats all year that's supposed to be
0: that, and it is Josh Donaldson, but he, he hasn't slugged all yeah, year. Yes, hasn't slugged all year, and they're sticking with him. Hicks used to have some slugging when, you, like, one season he hit. Glaber's supposed
2: to be kind of a hybrid,
0: but you never look, you never looked at Glaber and and, home and you can't can homer. You want the slugging to happen. Right. That's never how you're going to like look at him. So it's very much the opposite of what people's complaint is, is that they they are too many home run hitters, like, or too many home or bust hitters. Like, well, no, there's Rizzo and Stanton are the only two, and Stanton's been out and Rizzo's been struggling, so that's a big thing. Carpenter was very important to this team yeah. when he was going. Yes. But they don't have sluggers. If Rizzo's down, I think Stanton will come back. I think he'll start hitting again. I do have faith in that. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. We've
2: seen this plenty of times with Stanton, that so he takes a little bit to get going, and when he goes, he goes.
0: Yeah. but that. So my question is, who are we looking to to fix this? Just Stanton and Rizzo. Stan and Rizzo, I mean the other thing that does need to be
2: factored in here and and it's some of these fringe guys we talked about. Like Glaber Torres has 18 home runs this year and he's slugging 423. I know we don't view Glaber as a as a slugging power hitter. That would be the most home runs on the Chicago White Sox this year. So yeah, but they're bad too. So when you talk about slugging in general, like Glaber Torres is a guy that his slugging is supposed to be above baseball standard.
0: I think, like, a little above average is like, where you would want Glaber. Like, Glaber Torres,
2: we've talked about this a couple times now, his middle two-and-a-half months of this season, he was playing really good baseball. I think he had an an OPS. Uh, I'll find my my best butter knife for it. Um, he had an OPS because he's run into this recent slump basically since the trade deadline, um, which, you know, we've heard the rumors about Glaber. For 75 games, April 24th to July 29th. So, that's May, June, July. So, for three months, Glaber slugged 505. So, that's a real number.
0: Yeah, but, but I'm not going to say the Yankees won't win unless Glaber starts slugging again.
2: No, but when we're getting away from... I mean, even coming into this season, Judge and Stanton and Donaldson would have probably been the 1-2-3 that we said for slugging. We didn't think Rizzo really had this in the bag. He, he's got a chance to beat. He hasn't had this many home runs since 2017. So let's say Rizzo replaced Donaldson and what we expected this season from slugging-wise. So then when you start getting into the fringes, it really is Glaber, Donaldson, and even DJ. I mean, if he's hitting doubles with the, the few home run, his slugging is going to be above the league average, but not the home run slugger that, that we're picturing.
0: Yeah, I think he's probably been above league average and slugging twice in his career, DJ. So it's not. Still, my point is, if we're trying to fix this, right? You're. We don't have that many guys that you say, well, if he slugs how we want him to, we get there. Because at best, DJ is barely above league average. Right, Glaber, we uh, get me a just above league average, but make your other tools known. Like, don't sell out for slugging. Like, that's the thing. Don't sell out for slugging DJ or Glaber because we need you to have contact in the others, and then your slugging should be a little over league average, which I think is what they do. Um,
2: I think Glaber more so than DJ when he's right.
0: Yes, but Glaber has the juiced ball samples. Like, what's his... I mean, Glaber's got... mm,
2: Even, I mean, this year... His first two
0: seasons, he had a... above-league-average slugging, and then his next two is below-league-average. So he's looking, he's, like, right at average right now. Yeah. But that that's, the point is, the slugging's down, and the only people that can fix it are Rizzo and Stanton.
2: And, hey, I, I mean, let's be honest, Stanton's a big one in this. He he yeah. was out for a while, and the whole team felt it, and that was...
0: You know who else on the team has a slugging above-league-average on the season? Who's that? Trevino. Hmm. Yeah. Trevino, Glaber, Stanton, Rizzo, Judge. Wow. On the season, their slugging is above league average. Right. In the second half, it's three people that have a slugging above three, uh, above league average. Judge, Rizzo, Trevino. So, I'm getting annoyed with, like, the, the home runner bus. Like, oh, Not really. Yes. I don't think, like, DJ is struggling because he's trying to hit home runs right now. No. Maybe Glaber. He's just in a funk. But, you know, you'd want Donaldson, but he's I mean, at this point.
2: We haven't been able to bank on it all year. So you're banking
0: um, on Rizzo and Stan and a magical carpenter return.
2: Yeah, it It all makes sense. I, I mean Rizzo, they talked about it on the broadcast last night since his back <laughs> thing, his second back thing. He'd been in a funk. He homers he homers in the second. Or the the first Angels game, so hopefully that can get him going as he gets slid down to the sixth spot, which he hadn't been in that low of a batting spot in a lineup since 2013. Uh, you're talking nine years. That's pretty impactful, and you know different guys respond to that very differently. Hopefully Rizzo responds to that well, and. And I, I hope it's brief, because guess what? Uh, in that same game I was referencing, Ben and Tendy who got moved up to third, normally those guys would probably be switched if the lineup is right. Benny had two big at-bats with runners on base, intentionally walking judge, and he didn't come through in those at-bats. Now, that's tough sample size for Benny, and he has been playing better lately, but if the lineup is set right, that would be where
0: your sluggers are. Yeah, Rizzo needs to be 3. I understand why they pushed him down, and maybe it did like right, maybe it did Trying didn't. to spark something. And they need to separate Judge and Stanton, but yeah, it I mean Rizzo and Stanton need to get going come the last couple weeks of September and hey, a magical Carpenter return is huge yeah. because they need pop, man.
2: Yeah, and I I think Matt Carpenter with 100 at-bats has been the best hitter in baseball this year, better than Aaron Judge. Um Anthony Rizzo went through a funk. He had his back stuff. Um, Hopefully, we're getting past that. Uh, Giancarlo Stan, obviously a massive part of this team, one of the best sluggers in baseball when he's right. Um, And then, like we're saying, obviously, Glaber's been in a funk, whatever. I think the other thing I would circle, and it's not tied to slugging, but it does impact the slugging, we were so complimentary. I was so complimentary to DJ LeMayhew because he was getting on base at a crazy clip in front of Judge. And then even the sl- he was starting to hit a little more, and it was like, wow, DJ's right. DJ looks like that 2018-2019 DJ LeMahieu or 2019-2020. Um, that, yeah, man, when you're talking about your leadoff hitter clearly banged up and not confident at the top of the lineup, um, when you're talking about the guy who's been your second most impactful hitter this year in Rizzo, power-wise, and you're talking about Stanton, the guy who's supposed to be your second most impactful slugging hitter, <laughs> and then that kicker of Matt Carpenter, yeah, those are four guys who are supposed to be outside of the key cog in your lineup. The other cogs? Uh it shows the numbers, unfortunately, make sense for the offense. And it would have been a great time for the Donaldson breakout or Glaber to continue what he had for those kind of those two and a half months there. Uh, instead, they haven't been there, and the offense has, has taken a straight nosedive.
0: Can I tell you something crazy? Yes. The difference of the team? Like in 2019, I was thinking that team was a lot of hope he hits a homer, guys. Yeah. The league average slugging in 2019 was 439, higher than this year. Right. Because of...
2: Juicy Lucy's. Yeah.
0: How many players do you think had a higher than average slugging on the Yankees? I'm just... The way they're listed on the baseball reference page, how many... So this isn't like elo- like a Cameron Mabin
2: that year was. So he he, he he played counts? he played 82 games. So he, okay, he so, so that he counts. Count.
0: The lowest amount is Edwin Encarnacion Carson, who played 44 games. Oh, by but the he, way, mauled. But he's on the list because he was part of the postseason plan. So I'm yeah. counting him.
2: Um, I mean, honestly, that team was ridiculous. So uh, I said was, there's been
0: five right now on this team that are over league average right. slugging on the season. How many on I 2019? Mean,
2: that year was nuts. I mean, does like Mike Ford count for yeah. that year? He
0: had then, fifty games, hundred and sixty-three plate appearances. It's
2: probably what, like 12, 12 or thirteen?
0: Fifteen guys. Glaber, Voigt, DJ, DD, Geo, Talkman, Gardner, Judge, Edwin, Glaber, Cameron, Hicks, Jackson Frazier, Austin Romine, Mike Ford. Mm. I mean, everyone. And yeah. and that was a home runner bus squad. Like yes. that that was it. This team's different. They changed the dynamic. Right. And partially due to some asks.
2: Yeah, well, people wanted it. We wanted a Benintendi type. Yes.
1: For for a long time, they probably were. Like, it was a legitimate criticism to relying on the homers. Uh, It feels they have overcorrected.
2: Trevino and Gary is another good comp. They've
0: overcorrected, but also it's just like, if you have four guys now, and Carpenter wasn't even a pl- like dev- right. design plan. Donaldson was so those are the four that are gonna like give you pop. Yeah, you can't have one of them be in a career slump and the other and the others miss time and then also slump. Like it's like well,
2: I think the thing is you can have one of those one guys, of them, but, but the all Yankees three have had essentially four guys. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and hey, Stanton is back. Hopefully, that's huge. Hopefully, he gets going. Um Rizzo, like that's crazy, <clears throat> like we,
0: that many guys in that
2: I mean that year, I mean, didn't they they were one home run shy of the home run record that got sent by the twins that year? As a I think team. they
0: had ten home runs from every lineup position or twenty from every like yeah. the nine hole hitters combining
1: and there was like the most guys with double digit homers and yeah,
0: I mean, it was crazy because that's a the, but, a bit
1: of an outlier, yeah, weird year but for that
0: was a specs. Homer or bus team right.
1: right. They were a homer bus team, and, like, everyone who came up felt like was a threat yeah, to it hit a homer. Yeah, it just
2: insane. I mean, Cameron Mabin, like we're talking about, Mike Talkman, <laughs> Jackson Frazier, Mike Ford, who clipped us. That was pretty funny.
0: And then he told him to be quiet, and everyone's acting like he didn't. Yeah. Boone seemed annoyed by it. Did you hear Boone? He said he wasn't. He was like, well, if that was directed at us, then yes, I take offense to that.
2: Hmm. Yeah, forty came out today and said it wasn't, which he was going to do anyways. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, well, the, did he say it, what it was then? The, he said there was fans that were chirping at him. He did make a his, oh, that's cool. His his effort on the, the Oswaldo Cabrera um, ball that got through was a little lackluster, and I think forty can also be an easy target for some of the reason we, he's talked about. We got a he's got a power body like myself. Um, but yeah, I, I also think there was probably some Yankees stuff there too. I know the Yankees. First base coach uh, Travis Chapman. He was a minor league coach, and I know he was kind of the. I think he was kind of the stern guy down there. So you wonder if there's something
0: there. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. His first homer of the season.
2: Good for you, Mike Ford. So, start slugging.
0: Yeah, that that's that. But that's where I'm like, it's. I don't know if it's that easy.
2: Get st- kind of made our bed a little bit. Get Stanton right. And man, that DJ won last night. Um, I guess let's, you know, I think there's some other lineup topics that lead into this. Um, and I, I hope we can play some bets on the Yankees lineup getting going because DraftKings is the place that you're going to want to place your bets, especially with the NFL season sneaking up. Week one action, a week. A week and a half away, basically. And at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets. Also, they've got a little get-up-seven promotion. If you bet on a team and they go up seven that opening week, your bet's a winner. So if you bet a team, they score on the first drive, (laughs) You've won. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBOY to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code JOMBOY, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Um, Do you want to talk about
0: that bunt at all? I, I, do we save that for the series recap? I don't hate it as much as everyone else. Yeah. But I understand... You wanna get Judge at bats. But it that comes back to the judge is our offense. Right. So if Rizzo's behind Judge and, and Stanton's behind Judge and they're threats and we feel like they can help, I don't mind that bunt as well as much as others because this is a team that's struggling to score runs. It's score to run. DJ's in a bad way right now. If that helps him, like you know, Trevor Poof always says bunt out of a slump. Like it works to bunt out of a slump just give yourself like i did something positive the the problem is judges the offense so you take like we have one offensive player so this the only reason i don't like it is because we have a bigger problem at hand
2: we're we're on the exact same wavelength in the moment i didn't hate it at all you got to run on the on the board as one nothing dj's kind of in a bad way but yeah man when they intentionally walk judgy and he's a guy who gets intentionally walked twice this game, the only real at-bat he gets, he goes ding-dong city. That's twice that's happened. Then that's where, on the whole, it was a short-term fix. It was a short-term fix. The Yankees' offense was struggling. It was a way to get a run across the board. It was a way to stay out of the double play. But you did take the bat out of Big Aaron Judge's hands, which we can't afford right now, unfortunately. And... It's just, you know, they've been messing with DJ and Rizzo in the lineup a little bit to get them going. When you slide Rizzo down to the six hole and he homers, and then you have your leadoff hitter DJ doing a push bunt that not only takes the bat out of your leadoff hitter's hand, it takes the hit the bat out of Judge's hands after him. On, on the whole, it's a bad baseball move. You're right. In the moment, it kind of is what it is for this team. You got to run. And and they've been searching for runs, so I'm with you. I I obviously wasn't as hurt as everyone, but everyone at the end of the day is right that that's not, that can't be the plan.
0: And I don't think it is right. And and it's it's all right. Well, if they walk, if they walk, Judge, we got two guys now behind him, and we get a run on the board, and it's early in the game. You know, when Rizzo and and Stanton are going right, I don't. I don't fully hate that in a close game and, like, DJ slumping. Obviously, DJ, when he's going good, you don't want that at all. Yeah. I don't know. I, they harped on it more than I thought, like, because it's a, it's a problem based off a problem. We have a one-man offense. Right. And it's hard to, and yeah, it's hard. It's, it's not a sport where you just say, get him the ball. Yeah, so I, it's not a winning strategy to be like, "Let's just make sure Judge gets up. We have to do it right now." But if that helps DJ come out tomorrow and feel better and get hits, that's a better like long-term uh solution.
2: And that's where the question lies. Is it was did DJ do that to get a little spark going for himself and a little positivity? Or is DJ not feeling good with his swing and physically because Think of all the conversations we've had about injuries recently. Whether it's Clay Holmes, who just came back um, from what seemed like a phantom IL injury, Nestor—he's uh, on track to come back right after his IL timeline. Also, seemed a little phantomy. That if DJ is feeling that bad physically, is that something we have to consider? is putting him on the IL. And I think we're going to find out in these next coming oh, games. Wh-
0: what makes you think it's hurt?
2: Well, they, they've been talking about his toe for a while. And basically since that's happened, um, he hasn't been playing well. Um, so you just... And I guess the other thing where DJ probably... Right now he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt is last year he tried to play through that sports hernia and to the point where it affected his play all year. And then the last week of the season, he had to dip out because he was in, in so much pain. So DJ's a tough guy, and we love that and re, we respect that. Okay, but if, so if we're,
0: schedule the Phantom IL for when Bader's back.
2: Something like that. I I mean, it's it'll be...
0: 'Cause otherwise they got to call it Peraza and they're not going to do that.
2: Right. And that, that opens up that conversation, which we're not doing today. So yeah, I, it's just it's something to track with DJ. Hopefully that bunt sparks him and we put it in our rear view, because if he's playing good baseball, we don't care about a sore toe. But if DJ's not playing good baseball and he's got that banged up toe and we're doing Phantom IL since, it's something that has to be in the discussion. Cause man, he is so important to this Yankees lineup. I know it's not the slug factor, but setting the tone. I mean, that's. I mean, even going back to the the slugging twenty nineteen Yankees, DJ was the tone setter. Like we should we should make a montage of that of Michael K saying another multiple hit game for DJ LeMayu. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: You know that it felt nightly. It the, felt nightly.
1: I get, there is. Potentially another avenue for getting DJ a phantom stint sooner, and Marwin's on the paternity list. Not that we're clamoring for him to get more time, but as far as roster spots Dude, and a guy and to that's replace him,
0: another problem with West Coast baseball and kind of like been been busy. But when Tilo pinch ran, I was like, "What the fuck?" I didn't I didn't do the pregame show, so I wasn't like aware. I was like, "What?" And then they said that about Marwin. I just had no idea. I just felt I just feels. Like I'm watching the games, I just feel like out of loop because I'm watching in a fugue state, haziness. Right. That
1: one was a quiet one because it was all, it was part of the oh Clay's back tweet. Yeah, so it was a, it was an undernote in a tweet West Coast game that was designed for you to not catch that one. Yeah, they did it.
2: Yeah, but
0: why didn't they?
2: Well, I will say this. You know, they were talking about the Angel Stadium yesterday, and they're talking about how it's pretty pretty. It's for sale. Artie Moreno, if any of our listeners have around two billion dollars, maybe throw your hat in there. See what it, how how rich do you think is our our wealthiest listener? Uh, millionaire, not bad. If you can't buy the actual Angel Stadium, maybe you should check out Stadium Map Art. It is the perfect gift for anyone in your life with Stadium Map Art. Pushes laser engraving to the limit, creating detailed wooden 3D stadium coasters, maps, and magnets. These are really cool. They're the perfect gift. Uh, Each coaster is individually cut and engraved out of birch plywood in Toledo, Ohio. How about that? Crafted by a father and son team, Dave and Zach Holt.
0: We like that. I love that. That's what baseball is all about. And mothers and daughters, but, you know, family relations.
2: And there, these are their words, not mine, Uh, but... They feel like they could be coming for me. Are you the worst gift giver? Then find the perfect gift for sports fans in your life with 3D stadium coasters, maps, and magnets, handcrafted and laser engraved in the USA by Stadium Map Art. And at StadiumMapArt.com, use Yanks 15, and you'll get $15 off your next order of over $50. That's StadiumMapArt.com. Slash pages slash John Boy and use code Yanks fifteen and get fifteen dollars off your first order over fifty dollars.
0: Over fifty dollars. Stadium map art. I like state I like maps. I like stadiums. I like art. Yeah, I think
2: um I think I'm gonna get one. Okay. I've got something kind of lined up. I I don't think I can reveal it.
0: Oh wow. Sorry. Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets in your bum. Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone.
2: (sighs) I always mess up the second line.
0: I know someone that died keeping a secret too long. (sighs) Who? Uh, King of France back in like 1210. That he had to pee? Is that that guy? Yeah. He was embarrassed.
2: Is that a real story? Or is that just something they tell little kids? So they're like, hey, when you got to pee, go pee.
0: I think he probably died. He probably had a lot of ailments. Right. Before that. But know. they just blamed it on the bladder and he peed his pants. Yeah. Or maybe it led to an infection and that led to the peeing. Guy who
2: didn't pee and died. Uh,
0: 1601. I was trying to find a, a my own sharp stat right here. And okay. I was, I was halfway to finding it a very cool uh, sharp stat. Yep. And now... As the research continues, it's not as cool.
2: Okay, I had a couple semi-sharp
0: stats. Mine was what is there's more stats that exist but don't matter, but they matter. It was what does Judge do in at bat in at bats after he gets intentionally walked. Mm. And at first, I thought I had something because by the eye test in games where he is intentionally walked, right. he has really good numbers, but. Sometimes, yeah, you just hit a home run. They're gonna walk you the next at bat. Mm-hmm. That like is like the correlation there. So I'm trying to find how what does he do after being intentionally walk, walked. And the first two I found, he was, um, he was, dom 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 dom. He was two for two with a homer, something like that. Yeah, two for two with a homer. But then the next two, he's zero for three now. I'll I'll keep going because it's short. But I would love to like tweet that and start like a whisper campaign. Like don't intentionally walk him if, you, if you're going to see him again because he'll fucking get you. He's going to get you. He's going to get you. I'm going to get you wet. Hello. That was the uh, the water park. Ozzy Park, Lake Zurich, Illinois. The bucket would fill up with water and then it would tip over, you know. Mm. And like it was like a cartoon voice. So it'd be like I to get you wet. And it was like Mama said get you wet. Is that a song? Is that Mama something?
2: said knock you out is a song Yeah, so maybe they, they, they spun it,
0: it, yeah. And you okay. would stand under the bucket. And you have you've seen those at water parks, right? Oh, okay. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're a they, blast. They're really fun. But it was like Look a it was like a clown. The
2: bucket that gets filled and tipped over is my calling.
0: Yeah, that's how you shower.
2: That's how I clean it up. That's kinda is how I shower. So I'm
0: saying this thing that you do. What thing? Oh I everyone do? does that. Jake does it a lot. It's
2: kind of all I do in the shower.
0: All right, the next game is 0 for 2 after getting intentionally walked. So
2: so catching up on a couple things, uh, it looks like Tycho Brahe in 1601 is the famous guy that died from a bladder infection because politeness kept him from excusing himself from the table at a royal banquet to go to the bathroom, causing his bladder
0: to rupture. Two, or, two run double here, so that might juice it now okay. to like actually good numbers. But I'm kind of overdoing it. Goose in the books over there.
2: Uh, yeah, I just I thought an- don't intentionally
0: walk him. That's the message. I'll put fake stats out.
2: Another thing that was interesting to me, I was I was looking at the Yankees stats by position um, this year, and uh, the lowest um, OPS by position is shortstop. Um, not super surprised. I mean, between IKF Marwin when he was when he was going out there three uh
0: three run homer. So I think actually the numbers the good might wait like the slugging might be good cuz you got you got a bunch of and the ribbies might be good in at bats after getting walked. Someone do the math for me.
2: I think the other thing that I'm going to circle here cuz actually the numbers by position look pretty good. I mean Rizzo's numbers at first base this year have have been really good for a first baseman. Um second base and third base the numbers look a little above league average, and that's mostly due to DJ uh, and Glaber. I guess Glaber gets an assist there. Um, Shortstop numbers are low. The left field numbers are low, but they're on their way up because we traded for Benintendi, and he started to go over there, so that's good. Center field and right field both look good because of Judge and throwing out whoever was good in right field for a little bit, um, whether Carpenter or Stanton. Our designated hitter numbers are the second uh, catcher they're just a catchers a little worse but it's catcher our dh numbers on the year 129 games 578 at bats 192
0: 288 681 well it's been <sighs> dh is a hard position it doesn't work well when you rotate when it. you rotate it we've seen that and that's what they've been doing with Stan out even with Stan in they were doing that So, I mean. Hopefully, Stan
2: can provide some normalcy for that position.
0: Yeah. And then that was kind of something when we had our conversation about (laughs) postseason roster configuration that I thought I ran into is that I think Stan's going to DH every game in the postseason because I don't think you're going to, with how little sluggers we have, I don't think they're going to want to replace his bat. And if he plays right field and they're up one nothing in the seventh, you're going to want a defensive replacement to come up and get that last at-bat of the game. Yeah. And then you have to sit Stanton. So that's when we were doing that in the Yes Network with the crew there, That's I didn't really have that thought process. And I was like, wait, but you don't want to take out his bat. Like if it's Carpenter, right. okay, now Bader comes in or whoever comes in and the right. defense gets shored up, sure, you lose Carp's bat. I don't think they're going to, especially with what Stan has done in the postseason. I don't think there's a scenario where you say he's not in the game anymore, unless they're up ten runs in the seventh inning or five runs. Man, you still just don't want to do it. So that's kind of a new thought. Where I think Stan's the DH, so the rest of the season, I don't mind if he doesn't play. I mean, you got to test him out here and there for the uh, for the the. No, there's DH in the World Series now. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Like, just get it because you're like we're saying. It is tough to be a DH when you're not DHing all the time. People yeah. struggle with I think Donaldson probably drags those numbers down a bunch. I think he was
1: And like this month I think DJ's done it a little more while he's been struggling. Rizzo got a couple extra DH days while he was banged up with the back and
0: it's Judge Stanton and Carpenter have good numbers when they've been DH. Um. Yeah. Especially this year more than other
1: years. They have the bodies. To do good defensive subs late, so they're gonna do do
0: them. Yeah, I mean Probably. even Rizzo's not horrible. Donaldson just strikes it down. He's got 101 plate appearances from the DH and his he's got a five forty seven LPS. So if you take out his hundred his twenty-four games, I think they're good. Stan's good, judge good, Carpenter's good. Rizzo's at batting average bad, but his on base is three forty nine and his His, uh, or his on base is 359 and his OPS is 734, which is below average for him and the leap, but it's decent. So it's Donaldson dragging it down.
2: Yeah. And the, the other thing that, that's jumped out just, uh, a little bit. And I, I'm, I'm with you on Stanton. The only thing that can fully throw a wrinkle in that is Carpenter. And if he looks like Matt Carpenter, but if his, Foot is more banged up than Stanton is and we like you talked about if we're really trying to get that slug going and we need both of them in the lineup it becomes a conversation and then it probably like like you were alluding to it becomes who are the guys in each team's bullpen because if there's you know remember we played Houston that year and they had no lefties or yeah. something like that so then is is the Carpenter risk reward keeping him in the game better than Stan I don't know that's something I know our analytics team will look for and Probably overdiagnose. Um, let's see what happens there. The other thing that is just very glaring on on the Yankees um, team team split stats page this year. Read that well. Um, the nine hole um, is the worst part of the in the batting order by far. Um, a 594 OPS and a 196 batting average from the nine hole, which. I've talked about this a little bit with Oswaldo Cabrera, and we'll see how he factors into the postseason plan. And the Yankees have now slid him down to nine. I've always loved when the Yankees have had that lineup flip going. I dug up the 2018 numbers. Um, the ninth slot was was not the worst slot on the team. That <laughs> the 2019 season is ridiculous. They got an 800 OPS out of like every spot in the lineup. Yeah, um, silly.
0: A silly season. That team was really good. They the bullpen was so tired. Yeah, I mean, DJ hit that. Yeah, whatever. Um, well, who's been in the nine hole? The catchers.
2: Um, I think Izzy the catchers, and then it's kind of just been a rotating. You know, if Marwin gets a day, he's hitting Izzy. Keiner
0: hasn't
1: bat ninth a lot. If, if Tilo if has started it. a game, he, he was probably batting ninth that day. Like it it's some hodgepodge people.
0: I mean, it's like, Curious it's improved. Higgy, and and it, Icaf's been eight most of the year.
1: He's I remember every time we've looked, it's been Icaf's less nine-hole than you'd yeah, think. He's had eight
0: games started in the nine-hole. So, it's Higgy at 36 games, Gallo had 26 games, Trevino 22, oh. Marwin Hicks. So, yeah, that's been a
2: hodgepodge of bleh.
0: And I think Trevino's oh. might be early on in the season, and and then they kind of... A noop.
2: Yeah, I think I, I was thinking Izzy because he's got two two nine holes in the last nine games or so. But yeah, he has mixed been down it in a lot.
0: They did it early. He did three at the very start of the season, and then and then like recently a couple. But he's got three in the last three weeks or
2: something. Yeah, two in
0: the two in the last week and a half. Tampa series, yeah. At Florial in front of him. Mm. So who's it been? It's been Higgy, Higashioka lately. Marwin. That's the last. Yeah. Oh boy! Oh boy! So they they just they just the lineups bad right now. Like Glaber needs to go back to a balanced bat. Like like what 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 can change? That's my thing about the slugging. Like okay, they don't slug. Well, that's that's deadlines two, over. Deadlines over. That's two people to fix the slugging.
2: Yeah, I mean it, it's it's Stanton getting
0: going and Rizzo. Um and
2: yeah, I mean you know
0: Rizzo. But then behind that, like DJ's in a funk right now. We need him to come back and be balanced more. Rizzo and DJ, they're more same funk. Out. And Glaber's in a funk, but, like, he's not going to be slugging. Like, Glaber needs to be... So, we need DJ and Glaber to get going to have balance. We need Rizzo and Stan to get going to have power. And then... That's it? I mean... And
2: that's... Oswaldo? uh...
0: And Trevino's been doing what he's doing. Trevino's been fine. Benny, need him to go contact. and, And, like, some doubles. He needs to go... He needs to be the
2: Benny he's been recently, but he needs... He needs like a spot in the lineup that we can kind of depend on him, you know? And I it's not his fault at all. But like it's just kinda like where are we gonna get him? He's he seemed comfortable up top, but the Yankees and getting Judge at bats and staying at bats, they're not they don't wanna do the double kind of leadoff guys in DJ and Benny. Yeah,
0: his last nine games he's got a three eighty five on base.
2: And, I mean, I, I think it's it's too old hat to say. Um, but, like, I'd, I'd love to see someone in that ninth hole that when the lineup has to get flipped is productive. It's probably not fair to Benny to put him down there because he's one of the, right now, he's a top three hitter on the team. But...
0: Yeah. You, I guess my point is, like, I don't think this... They're not a slugging offense.
2: I mean, they were the best in baseball for the first... April, May, June, July,
1: 4 months.
0: Yeah, was that like who carried them? Carpenter and then Glaber had a hot month, which I don't think we can depend on. And so I think and like
1: Stanton was hitting homers.
0: At their best, Stanton, Judge, Rizzo, two of them are going for slugging, but at their best, it's a bunch of on base and contact, like and balance guys. Like we have more balance than sluggers in the lineup. Yeah, Benny, DJ, Glaber, like what we want them to do. Trevino. Right bad contact in IKF. I think their Yankees are like 25th in contact and like 27th in slugging in the back half. So like they're just not doing anything right now. They don't have an identity.
2: Yeah.
1: That's the It's kind thing. of a separate issue than like what's literally right now why they're losing.
0: Yeah, like I don't know what their identity is going to be like, like I, to September if they get hot again.
1: I do, I do think there's a
2: little bit of an undersell. If Judge is being judged this year, which he has been the whole year, and that's awesome, and then Rizzo or Stanton is hot, I think compared to the landscape of a lot of other baseball teams, that is more slugging than you're gonna get for uh, sure. And and that's that's without if a Glaber's hot or if Donaldson can run into one at some point or or anything like that. So so let's get a Rizzo or Stanton going, and then I don't know the DJ thing has has my head spinning a little bit because I'm in lockstep with you, that the bunt last night, I half don't care in that moment, but I very much care for the next week or so. Because if that gets him going and he gets hot, cool. That's kind of how baseball used to work. If it doesn't and he's not feeling great, we need to think about something. Because also, Benny didn't (gasps) look bad leading off, so if he needs to do that for two weeks, you know, I'd rather... Everything that the team has done has been to get ready for October since the All-Star break. So if DJ needs to be put in that bucket, DJ needs to be put in that bucket. But get going, DJ.
0: Yeah, it's a just, toe. You don't even use your toes. So Marwin, when Marwin comes back, if it's a Phantom IL or they're not going to call it Peraza for DJ, so so then it would be Bader or, Carp- or Carpenter coming back. That's yeah. the only way you can get bounced. Carpenter's
1: definitely going to come back too late for it to be part of a DJ Phantom yeah. situation.
0: so and, and so is Bader. We're not getting yeah. any updates. Yeah,
2: I mean, the, the only... If the Yankees continue to lose, which we've got two more games in Anaheim, and then we're heading to the Trop.
0: Yeah, but when Cashman comes out and says... We're not doing this. Like when he came out with Machado and Harper and he was just sick of it. Right. And he came out and said, we're not in on these guys. And the union got really mad at him because you're not allowed to say that. And he just straight up told, like, stop asking me. We're not in on these guys. It's not part of the plan, he said. Yeah. Yeah. And he just said that about Peraza. Like, that's the way I read that is him saying, guys, stop.
2: You're not wrong. But they also, like we've said, they didn't expect this August to get this out of hand. So if it continues spiraling, I mean... You have to do something. You can't just keep losing games. Because it's seven games now.
0: Yeah, and I can't. And My Tampa, sister's dude? getting married in Colorado, and I can't be uh, active for the wild card, so you need to win the division. Right. Come on. There's a lot at stake here.
1: I'm also attending a wedding. Really hope it doesn't affect the Yankees' viewing.
0: Most popular wedding week of the year. Second Saturday in October. Sells out. If you want to get married, second Saturday of October, especially in the Northeast, you got to book that, like, sometimes two years ahead.
2: Save a couple least. shekels on the summer prices. Nice that time of year. Yeah. yeah. Nice place to be.
0: All righty. Thank you guys for tuning in. Did we get to all that stuff?
2: Uh, we, we need to shout out baseball today, always. If, if you're looking for your baseball news, there's, it's the best time of the year. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll let
0: you guys all listen to it right now. Alexa. Play baseball today on Amp. Now they're listening. We'll go, this show. Go check that on Amp.
2: And there was a big announcement today. Some of you probably saw uh, Chris Rose uh, doing a national football show with CJ Uzama, the tight end for now, the New York Jets. He was on the Bengals last year for their Super Bowl run. Um, but go check it out, the Chris Rose football show. Uh, so, football season's coming. A lot of you are probably football people. Go check that
0: out. Go check it out. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the flip side. It's my new sign off. Go, Yanks. Call them Grams.
2: Go, Yankees.